Locale. Local. Shock. Local. Cambiamento. Tahir. Jirgelekter. Sakula Ijaya. Food. Change. Welcome to the Slow Food Youth Network Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to the Spin Podcast. My name is Valentina Gritti. I'm the podcast host and the global community and project manager of the Slow Food Youth Network. As you may have heard, we're getting ready for our biggest yearly campaign to tackle food waste, World Disco Soup Day. This year it will take place on Saturday, April 24th, and it will be mainly a digital event. We have also launched a cooking competition for the campaign, the Slow Food Zero Waste Cook-Off. We ask participants from all over the world to create a recipe with leftovers or food scraps and send an email to us with its description, history and a picture within April 17th. The winner will get a copy of the Disco Soup Cookbook, a collection of 100 recipes from all over the world against food waste and including also traditional fermentation and preservation methods. So since we are in the food saving mood this month, I thought it would be great to share with you this super nice food talk by Sandor Ellis Katz. Sandor is literally the guru of fermentation. I myself started fermenting thanks to his book Wild Fermentation. It's just so inspiring. Sandor is from Tennessee, USA. He runs courses on fermentation across the world, has participated in Terra Madre since its first edition and has helped create an international interest for this topic. The New York Times has called him one of the few rock stars of the American gastronomic scene and I totally agree on that. So let's now listen to him sharing his passion with us. Hello. My name is Sandor Katz, and I call myself a fermentation revivalist. Um, I live in the United States. I'm talking to you from my kitchen in Tennessee. Uh, and I would like to talk to you about fermented foods and how the process of fermentation, microbial transformation, changes foods. Um, fermentation is practiced in every part of the world and anything we could possibly eat can be fermented. What the science of microbiology has illuminated is that all of the plants and all of the animal products that make up our food are populated by microorganisms, never just one singular microorganism, always elaborate communities of microorganisms. So the big question in fermentation is which of these organisms are going to develop? And in culinary traditions in every part of the world, people have developed techniques for guiding the development of microorganisms so that rather than our food decomposing into something disgusting that nobody would ever put into their mouths, we always derive some practical benefit from fermentation. Fermentation creates extraordinary flavors and gourmet food shops everywhere in the world are full of products of fermentation. Um, alcohol is produced by fermentation. Many foods become more stable, preserved by the power of fermentation. Uh, fermentation can also make foods more easily digestible. They can make nutrients available that would not be otherwise uh, available to us. 
Fermentation removes toxins from certain foods and produces uh, bacteria that we, we call probiotic because they um, um, confer a benefit um, on the people who, who eat them. Um, let me focus on the health benefits of fermented foods. And fermented foods are, are, are incredibly varied and it's a little bit hard to generalize because kimchi does not have the same qualities as bread and bread does not have the same qualities as salami and salami does not have the same qualities as vinegar. Um, but there are some very clear patterns to the ways that foods are transformed by the process of fermentation, microbial transformation. Um, the first way the foods are transformed, I would describe as pre-digestion. This is the simple idea that, you know, as microorganisms are um, uh, digesting nutrients, they're breaking them down into simpler forms. For instance, the protein of soybeans gets broken down into amino acids, which become much more accessible to us. The lactose in milk that so many people have a hard time digesting gets broken down into lactic acid. Um, uh, the, the minerals in grains um, are often locked in chemical bonds that our bodies can't break down, but fermentation breaks down these chemical bonds and makes the minerals more accessible to us. Um, you know, then toxins are often removed from foods. And this is really the same idea as pre-digestion, except that instead of nutrients getting broken down into simpler forms that we can more easily uh, uh, access, um, potentially toxic compounds get broken down into harmless forms. So for instance, cyanide uh, in cassava grown in certain regions of the world uh, breaks down and, and, and as a result of the fermentation and otherwise uh, toxic food becomes safe to eat. Um, fermentation also generates additional nutrients. So uh, all kinds of foods have unique micronutrients. Um, Sauerkraut, kimchi, and other fermented vegetables have compounds called isothiocyanates, which are regarded as anti-carcinogenic. The Japanese soy ferment natto um, uh, has a compound called natto kinase, as well as extraordinarily high levels of vitamin K2, which are generated by the fermentation. Almost all fermented foods have elevated levels of B vitamins. Um, but perhaps the most profound benefit of fermented foods are the bacteria themselves, which we call probiotic. Um, and not all fermented foods have uh, living bacteria in them. Certain foods have been cooked or heat processed before we eat them, and so the bacteria that were present in them perish during the cooking. Um, but certain fermented foods uh, um, you know, can be eaten and enjoyed uh, uh, without cooking. So yogurt, uh, sauerkraut, many different kinds of foods and beverages have, uh, have, have these kinds of probiotic qualities, which essentially can help to restore biodiversity in the gut. And science has been learning so much about um, you know, the importance of, of, of the bacteria in our intestines for our health and well-being. And eating these kinds of foods can increase biodiversity, improve digestion, uh, improve overall immune function, and, um, and, and potentially improve many other aspects of our physiology and functionality.
Thank you. Okay, now I feel like fermenting everything again. I hope you got inspired too. And if your cooking creativity is high these days, remember to join the Slow Food Zero Waste Cook-Off. I will add the information in the podcast description. The deadline for submission is the 17th of April. Don't forget it. Also remember to tune in on the 24th of April, which is World Disco Soup Day, on our social media to find out who is the winner and to select from a day-long program with content around the topic food waste. I remind you that this series of the podcast is organized on the occasion of Terra Madre 2020, the biggest event that the slow food movement organizes every two years. This edition, due to the global pandemic, has a big digital part and you can find the whole program as well as the video of this food talk on terramadresalonedelgusto.com. The link is in the podcast description. This is Valentina Gritti and you are listening to the Slow Food Youth Network podcast. Ciao!